Welcome to the Ask the Commiss podcast, week 15. I'm Isaiah. I'm, I'm Dan. I can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> Got that thing going around. And our main man, Mark, is absent today as, uh, today as well. He's on the IR. Yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of IR, um, it looks like the Raiders are going to get back Darren Waller and Hunter Winfro. Okay. Do we are we both in agreement that Josh McDaniels is not going to get fired? He won't. Um, you know, earlier in the season, I think I was like, he has to, but you sold me early on, you know, talking the more I thought about the history of the Davis family, loyalty does mean everything. And and you know, I I, I just don't see him. I don't see it. Even if they lost every game the rest of the way, I don't see them, you know, unless they lose every game like 70 nothing, they're not gonna yes, be- and I, well, that's what I think too. I think. Um, there's a way you lose. Right. And I think they don't lose the worst way. Now, don't get me wrong. They shouldn't have lost to the Rams and Baker Mayfield at all. That shouldn't have happened. But right. that's going to get the, that's going to get the defensive coordinator fired. Like there's no, there is no, I don't think there's any world where he can keep the same defensive coordinator because that, because his team just blows too many leads. Yeah, especially late, right? I mean, we're not talking a lot of like leads that they're they're that they have in the second quarter, and then they're 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 slipping away in the third. It's usually late in the fourth. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. So if you have a if you have a, uh, I want to use I was going to use the word capable defensive coordinator, then you're good to go. But I mean, the problem is it's not that any of these guys aren't good coaches. The problem is they're not good for those pieces. Right. And this is and this is just what that is. And I mean, sometimes you have a guy that's just not the right fit for that right team. You know, I mean, thinking yeah. about that and like coaches getting fired, I'll fl- I'll ask you the same question. You see Kingsbury getting fired in Arizona. Well, so here's what's funny. All right, so he just got the extension. Yep. That actually helps him because of course those contracts are, are pretty um tight. Another thing that I think as funny as it is this is helps him is that Kyler Murray's out for the year. He's he's missed Kyler Murray multiple games this season already. And now um it was just reported that the GM is stepping down yeah, Steve Kime. indefinitely. I don't know what that means, but that means you out for the year. It says health related leave of absence. Yeah. But I mean, do you think he had a uh yeah, a health related event when he saw Kyler Murray cut on grass and blow his leg off. Goodness I mean, gracious. Yeah. Rob- so actually, so I think with, I think, so I think, I think all that benefits Cliff actually, because if, because I mean, unless. I want, unless, I, want um, get, I want him to get fired because I'm selfish because if he gets fired, he could be a Belichick disciple. He could land in new England, be the OC for new England. Oh, that's funny. Remember, I hadn't thought about that. He reunited with the coach that drafted him. Nice. That'd be nice. New England, where he started it all for him, and just be like, listen, lay low, be the coordinator, then maybe take over the team when you're done because Patricia just ain't cutting it. Joe Judge is – I don't even know what he does on the team. So the weirdest thing, um, I think – okay. Um, the Cliff thing, I think I think he's a, I think he's a capable guy. Um, I think if he can, sh- if he can show some Motsi with regular players and regular quarterback play from Colt McCoy, he'll keep his job, especially because there's no reason to fire him to get it, to bring a, to bring a good coach in to coach a crappy team, quote unquote. Now, as far as him going to new England, um, my biggest problem with the Patricia thing, it seems like, and it's a weird thing to watch Bill um, coach a team like this, but it doesn't seem like they do anything different since week one. And my problem is you're, the, uh, the Pats have always been built on being better as the season goes on. So if well, they're running this... Even as the game goes on, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. So you could the be offense, up, mm-hmm. you could be up two touchdowns on the Pats. No one adjusts like Belichick at the at, at the half. No one, 
that has been lacking this season and even last, not as much last year as it definitely has this year, you know. Um, yeah. Again, that doesn't mean you're just going to come back and win. It means those adjustments that you really, really notice that pop out at you. Um, yeah. 100%. I think that has a lot to do with it's like, it's like, it's almost like the ship that's like floating in the ocean and you have deckhands who know the rigging and they know how to, you know, steer the boat a little, but combined, they know a lot, but separately, no one is that captain, even though it's yeah. still, at least as far from an offensive standpoint. Yeah. It's a, like I said, it's one of those things that I've just always found to be weird the whole season because um, the idea that Vance Joseph said he's, he coaches like a, he coaches offense, like a defensive guy. Right. And I, I just kind of think in a lot of ways, it's almost like he's coaching to not get fired. The team doesn't take any, the team rarely takes any chances and the plays and the plays aren't um, snappy in any way. I think the weirdest thing is, and it, it goes to my criticism of somebody like Nathaniel Hackett. It's like you have a job that where you can look at and see everyone that's done it before you. And and um, and recently, and you can look at what people do that have success and what teams that have success do. And when your team still is terrible on offense, you're not doing that. They said it. Um, I saw a statistic the other day about about the Broncos, which was terrible. Basically, the statistic was the Broncos are the seventieth. 70th team in the um to ever allow um to average like allowing like I want to say less than 18 or 19 points or something but out of all those teams literally 60 I think it was 69 of them with the exception of the Broncos, had it uh, finished their seasons with at least nine wins. That's so that means yes, that means basically all the teams that have defenses like this have successful seasons, and well, the Broncos are not only not having a successful season, they are having a quarter or a third of the success that those teams do. Well, and you look at the makeup of the actual good teams because these are, we're talking about you know some of these bottom teams you know even Arizona right now right and 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 the mm-hmm. Raiders they're again were cusp playoff teams for a bit um, but then they just you know they lost and they're playing the Pats this week that'll be a tough game um, mm-hmm. the craziest stat maybe ever for this week so far that I've seen is the point differential among teams with at least ten wins. Okay, the Eagles are plus 138. It means they scored 138 more points than they've given up. So they got a great defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bills, 132, plus 132. Cowboys right behind them, plus 131. Now, next, surprisingly, you have the Chiefs at plus 86. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, one more, there's one more 10-win team. Minnesota. Their point differential. Oh, I know it's brutal. They're negative one. Oh, it's brutal. Which means brutal. If they've scored two hundred points, then that means they've let up two hundred and one. That is horrible. That means that that team is a bunch of posers, and they're going to get bounced the first first week of the playoffs easily. It doesn't matter who they play. Well, let's speak. Okay. Well, look. Let's transition. All right. The bubble teams. Detroit is a bubble team. I think Detroit gets in fun to watch they're super fun to watch um i think they have found i think jared goff's going to be their quarterback i saw something that said rumor has it they're all they're pretty much in with jared goff at this point i don't see a reason for them to replace him if he's going to be playing if he's going to be playing like this and, and basically given if he can give you a three 
touchdown to one interception ratio going forward, and you have young studs at receiver and two capable running backs in Jamal Williams, who's a vet, and um, DeAndre Swift, who's who's still getting his sea legs, and and you start drafting defensive dudes. <laughs> I think I think um, their fortunes could uh, could really um, change. Oddly enough, I think the idea. So when I look at a team like um, Minnesota, Minnesota, they don't want to play any teams that can score because we see what happens when they play teams that can score. You right. know, like right. it's just it's just not a good look for them anymore. Um, which well, which and they should have they should have more losses. They should have that Pats loss. The Pats yeah. should have. You know, I'm 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 worried about the Pats being another bubble. Uh, actually, um, because their schedule is just, it's just for the way they still play offense, their schedule pretty much says they're not getting to the playoffs. They, they have to close against Buffalo and Miami. Well, and then right, right before them, they have to play the Bengals. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. See, yeah. They, um, looking at it, they have the hardest schedule out of they, all the bubble teams. Yep. The Chargers, essentially, for their talent, have the easiest one. They may be able to steal that Miami game. Again, Miami, let's see how you guys play when it's, when it's you know, 20 degrees or 10 degrees. I know that, you know, that used to be the thing where Miami... No, um, no, you're, no, you're 100% right. Um, That's New Year's Day. I was Day. hearing about it. I don't know which game it was. There was a game that Miami and two of them played recently. Um, not that, um, I believe it was this season. Um, the weather was 55 degrees and these dudes were freezing. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Um, now I think, now I think the thing that been, but, but benefits, benefits the Pats and it's, it sucks. This is one of those things. Um, if they can play Miami and Miami's already in. Right. That's it. Because, because the, um, The Pats just don't – they can stay with you, but they need, they need the game script to go their way. It certainly, you know? felt, it certainly felt Monday night that, like we said multiple times, the games felt cursed. Yeah, no, the, and they should have – it I really mean, felt like they should have been about 100 points Monday when, night. When have you ever seen any player go down with a non-contact injury – that was that devastating on grass, natural grass. It's always no, I can't say I've seen it. I can't so say that I've happens. seen it. Andre Stevenson, he gets hurt. Devontae Parker gets destroyed by the turf. No one notices. How does the NFL not notice? I love that they came out. They said they're, quote, investigating. It's like, okay. It's like when the as much as hate themselves. The they, weirdest thing is as much by, as the NFL makes. By Al- Aguilar. Aguilar. Yeah waving at, at at the refs and the sidelines and the coaches and screaming, and they finally saw him, Devontae Parker would have had a false start on him. He couldn't even stand up. How do they not notice that? The weirdest thing, as much money as they make, and as they have people that get paid to do these things, and they just kind of forget or whatever. It's a, like I said, it's a super weird thing. Super weird. There should be no stadiums with with crappy with crappy grass and turf. There should there shouldn't exist. You oh. should if if you're playing a football game, you should play on the most pristine surface that that exists because it's it's going to generate that much more money. It's a weird thing that they do. Um it's like that. They say Washington Stadium is terrible, and many a guy has gotten um, their knee torn up by playing there. You I, know, you know. They talk about protecting their image, protecting their product. That starts right there on the field, but it also starts like I think fans at this stage, since they've moved on from the Ed Reed light them up hits, the the Troy Palomalu light them up mm-hmm. hit, where you know. Yeah. They, they destroy guys. I think the average fan can't stomach watching a guy. Now that we know a lot more about concussions, 
stumble and stagger around. You know, like you said, like that hit on Russell Wilson this week, like that should be the season ender for him, no matter what. I think that was, it was painful. Yeah, there's no reason to carry to watch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This team has nothing to play for. There is no reason for him to be back on the field this year. He, he looked as concussed as you can look. Oh, you know, um, without, you know, I mean, without, um, without the hand movements that Tua had, right? It just right. looked terrible. Um, there's no reason, and there's, and like I said, with, um, I think, I think some teams, I think they should, they should shut. If you're, I think if you if you're a losing team, and you have a veteran at key positions, why not shut them down? Aaron Rodgers. He should be shut down. I don't understand what Green Bay. It's almost like the weirdest thing is Green Bay feels like a team. They feel like the uh, their team feels like a guy at the craps table, and he he won big the last time he was in Vegas, so he just keeps pummeling, uh, funneling money at this table, thinking he's going to win big this year. And it's like, no, buddy, that was last year. This year is different. Move on. And that's yeah. basically what they're doing. Um, because now they say Aaron Rodgers is, t- is talking about um, playing next year. And it's just like, uh, yeah, but you don't want him to play there. Well, they signed a three-year deal, didn't they? Yeah, but I mean, you can, tr- you know, you, tr- you can find us. A- a sucker team to trade him to realistically. Well, because the idea is because um, also they has been reported that um, rumor has it Jordan love. If he doesn't start next year, he wants to be traded. And it's just like, well, no, well, cause well, so the problem is he's in the, he's in, he's in a bad position where he's, they're going to have him. They could potentially have him play out his rookie contract, and then these, and then try to franchise him if the team doesn't perform to expectations, or he can get paid less somewhere else because of that. The mm-hmm. idea is basically the idea is if They're you're screwed. if you're yeah if I mean him at that position if he's not playing, he could wind up. Um, they can't trade him. They don't know what they have. Other teams don't know what he is. Well, well, that's he yeah. He hasn't shown enough that he's trade worthy of anything. Probably more than a fourth or a fifth round draft pick at this point. Yeah, that's what, and that's why it's even more in their best interest to sit have up. Rogers sit. Like, well, because Rogers is already. I mean, well, because one, um, the team. The team is out of it, which is great for you if you're the Packers because you can be like, all right, Aaron, you're older. We need to protect you anyway. We need to we need to let the kid play. That's it, you know. Um, and I think too, like, and another thing, another thing is if if Jordan Love started for you next season and you had the same record as you do now. What's the point of having Aaron Rodgers in the first place? Yeah, that's yeah. I think. I mean, think of every team in the league that would love Aaron Rodgers for two seasons. Well, so the, but the problem is, right? It's kind of one of those situations. There's a dozen. There's a yeah, dozen. but no, I, I think. Well, well, so you the thing think, about you don't it think is, Josh McDaniels would love to reunite him with Devontae Adams for for two seasons? Get rid of Derek Carr. See what he's got. There. No, well, actually, well, then, yes, because I think I told you before, I think the Derek Carr, um, I think Derek Carr has existed in a um, in a situation where he's been able to kind of, I want to say, shuck the responsibility of the team. Basically, they say, look, Derek Carr's, I heard some people say it today. Derek Carr, I mean, look, you guys, he's going to be fine. Think about it. He's had six coaches 
his his whole he's had six different head coaches, and it's like, yeah, guess what? All the great quarterbacks that doesn't happen, right? I mean, right. that's his thing. That's, it's kind of one of those positive. things. Yeah, it's like that's, that's not a, so popular that everyone wants to coach you. Yeah, it's not a thing, you know. It's, it's basically, word. it's basically like if you're all the great, all the great um, quarterbacks, e- eventually they hit, and it doesn't. It I, I don't want to say it doesn't matter who their coach is, but at some point they get the right guy in there. It doesn't take them six chances. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's just right. like, yo. And so the um and so um and that that loss to the Rams, I definitely think that's on him. You can't you can't um you can't have Devontae Adams who has who can make unbelievable catches and not be able to make and not be able to make a play to close the game out like that. You can't. You just it's it just can't happen. No, you know I, what I mean. I mean, make a thing. Thing to him, he is one of the most dangerous people that you can play against in fantasy. Yep. Because Devontae Adams, listen, Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill. Oh my gosh! I, I yes. have him. You never know. He, he hurt his ankle, but like, oh my gosh! Yes, there have been at least he Devontae is highest scoring games twenty five. 29.9, 31, 25, 29.35.7. Goodness gracious. Okay. He's had double-digit targets. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times. Almost nine because he had nine nine targets for nine. nine. That's crazy. No, me, you know, it's so insane. And, and my thing, my thing is, I mean, I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah, like, if you're, I think, I think if you're Josh, how's it up with this? There is no reason why Derek Carr hasn't had more success at some point. It's like he had one good year, basically. And the rest of the years are just, I mean, it's all right. Yeah, I mean... The thing with a guy like Devontae Adams, and this is where it gets really, really weird. I said this before. If they move on from Derek Carr, how much of that irks Devontae because they are so close? Like, we're not just talking about guys that know each other. These guys were like college roommates. They're best friends. Mm-hmm. They they grew up together. They want They want to play ball together. And then if he's there for one year and then they let him go, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe there's no genuine, like maybe it's business as usual. And Devontae would be like, not cool, I get it. But that really probably depends who he brings in. But at the same time, it's like, that's your boy. I mean, what happens then? I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, I think it could be one of those situations where he, um, I think it could be one of those situations for him um, that because they they had the year together and and he saw what happened, it it could be fine. At least they got to do it together. You know what I mean? Sure. But if you're Josh, like, for lack of a better way to say it, Josh knows. Josh, right. Josh is he's he was around Brady. Sure. He know what time it is. He he knows. Especially if he knows. Especially if there's a guy he thinks he can get via the draft or something like that. Yeah, you get I what know. I mean. I mean, guys seem to want to go out and play in Vegas right now, so that's cool. I mean, it'll be well, it's like, yeah. What happens with Hunter Renfro and 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 Waller? Um, yeah, like think about it. Jimmy Jimmy G. If Jimmy if Jimmy leaves San Fran, why wouldn't Josh want him? True, true. Oddly enough, another person. You know, it's funny. I can see. Jo- I mean, <laughs> Josh is there for Jacoby. He can bring Jacoby in. Sure, I. Oddly enough, he's he's Jacoby's kind of like Derek Carr, just a lot cheaper. Yeah, I mean, and then thinking of like Waller when he's healthy, Waller's top five, easily, easily, maybe top three behind Andrews and Kelsey. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. He's got to be healthy, obviously, but like, I mean, I know that he's got to be healthy. But yes, got to be healthy. And that, I mean, 
I hope he's healthy for Mark this week. You know, Mark gets him back right in the oh, playoffs. Yeah. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. He's he hasn't had good luck with tight ends this year, and he's going against Steve, who Steve's team. Steve's team, he's he's um, they're healthy, they're healthy at the right time. Yeah. And he has some he's got he's got a few monster players. He's got Jamar Chase and Jalen Hurts. And yeah. And it's I just already, like I already I already dropped I already dropped I picked T.Y. Hilton up Monday night and I already yeah. dropped him. I already dropped him. <laughs> and here's the reason. Who'd you drop him for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dropped him for you won't believe that that Juwan Johnson was on the waiver wire. Really? I don't believe that. Okay. He's the number 13 tight end in the league. I have Kittle. You yeah, you have Kittle. Happen. I need you never know first. what's gonna happen with Kittle. Um, but you know, I mean. Juwan Johnson, he's he he hurt his ankle, so whatever he missed a little time, but um, that's that that's what is just drives me not drives me crazy, but it drives me batty. I mean, Steve has Taysom Hill, who of course like he's he's up there um, because of you know just how they use him, but like yeah, he's got he's got four running backs on his bench. And he's starting to. So Steve has six running backs and decided he didn't want another tight end. Like he's all in with his team. He better hope that Hill doesn't get hurt. He better hope that Jalen Hurts doesn't get hurt. Cause let me tell you, <laughs> oh, no, well, on this week, Tom had Lamar who got hurt, had the Huntley who got hurt. He picked up Mac Jones to play him against me in week one of the playoffs. What? Yep. So wait a minute. What? Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's he's going with Mac. That that is how bare our waiver wire is. I honestly don't blame him because he's not going to get him negative twelve points, or he's not going to get him ten points. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the problem is, um, you want. I mean, yeah, you're right. The waiver wire is bare. But you realistically want somebody that's going to give you at least twenty. Yeah, and Mac Arizona got fourteen. Yeah, and Mac against the Raiders. Um, yeah, I don't know. like. Well, well, I think one of the funniest things is um, just when you look at it, it just shows you how bare the waiver wire is. Like literally, literally, it's super bare. It's. I mean, if you look at our waiver wire in our league. We got, we got Purdy at the top, right? Oddly enough, you know it's funny. I don't, I'm surprised. Um, he doesn't know enough about Purdy. Who the Niners play this week? Let me look. He's the Niners. They play Seattle tomorrow, and he's questionable. Okay, so I think That's yes, why. yes, yes. There be there be no. But wouldn't you chance. roll with Andy Dal- Andy Dalton over so, Mac? Well, so the funniest thing is right. Um. Yes, yes, I would. Andy Dalton versus the Falcons versus um yes, hundred percent. Andy because Dalton had four games this year that have been at least in the teens. Four. Yeah, hundred percent. He didn't start the first three games, but he had a game where he scored thirty six, and he had a game where he scored forty five, which shows you he's capable. Mac yeah. this season, he does. We've seen it. You've seen it. They don't have enough time. They don't have enough time to let him develop that deep threat pass. The only way. No. He, and and it doesn't look like they're like trying. A trick play, right? Yeah. Uh huh. You know, something uh-huh. underneath the like Marcus Jones or whatever. And even then, you don't know. It could just be you know a, a handoff. It could be a mm-hmm. sweep. It could be a, a, anything. It could be a lateral. Yep. One hundred percent. Five yard touchdown. that Mac Jones gets credit for nothing. You know. Yep. One hundred percent. And that's why I think um, it's so funny to me. I'm looking at it and I'm like, um. The cool thing is Tom's in a he's in a t- good position where just play pick a guy, play the matchup. That's it. You grab a guy, you play the matchup. You don't right. You don't you don't um you don't do it any other way. He you just know, Mac, um, he just needs Mac to give him twenty to twenty four points this week, and that's a success. Yeah, I mean in the console in the consolation round, I'm playing um I can't remember. I can't remember who I'm playing, you're but second, I have you're second to last, right? Yeah, second to last. Oh yeah, I'm playing. La- I'm playing last place. So you're playing. Steve. 
Yeah, so um I my quarterback, I'm going to even though I have Goff, I'm still going to start Justin Fields because it's Justin Fields. Why not? I mean you're playing you're playing for fun and, and, and yeah. not bragging, right? But you know yeah. what's 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 absolutely enormously heartbreaking for for him, but like Murray going down on the second play destroyed Craig. Craig yes, was, he missed the playoffs because he of that. Missed the playoffs because of that, and that's. I mean, you wouldn't that have was a, any other quarterback, anyways. You know, I mean, yes, I mean not, that was a game he was right. going to win. Right. The game was a game he was going to win, but that yeah. also showed me, which is funny looking at it. Um, that also showed me um, with the draft in general and everything. Um, the different things you you should you can try to do to protect your team from stuff you know so for instance um you have you basically had two starting quarterbacks on your team the whole year you've got just you've got um Joe Burrow and you've got Trevor Lawrence that is proven to be a successful thing to have right 100% um, it's, it's interesting because Steve brought this up in our in our in our channel. He said, "Well, Mark said that this might actually be the first year the team that drafted first actually finished first, or at least you know regular season, which was major. oh yeah, was impressive wins." But Steve said the four teams not making playoffs all drafted towards the back end of the draft. Eight slot, we had Dick. Nine was Craig. Ten slot was Skeet. Twelve was you. Only yes, that was 12, yes. 11th escaped that. That's crazy. He got yeah. the second place and most points scored, which is shows yeah. you how, you know, the league. Yeah, so but I actually don't even think, you know, but to be fair, um, I I, tr- I would, I, got, I think I already told you, I would pick 12th again because um, I I enjoy picking 12th. I just picked shitty. That was literally it. I, I, um, I drafted Mark Andrews who had a really down year for right. me and Lamar had a down year, right. which contributed to his down year. It's the idea like, um, Kelsey was number one at tight end by a mile, by a mile. You know what I mean? And it's like, and was, so it's like, I was looking at those stat, those numbers when I went to grab Juwan Johnson. Yeah. I, I mean, ordered just by all tight ends and looked at them. He is running away with those yeah. points total, you know. Um, uh huh. Yeah, like, 100%. It's and absolutely then, astronomical. Like, it's not even, it's not even close. Like, he scored in fantasy 218.9 points. The next closest is your boy, Mark Andrews, 128.9. Yeah, yeah. So yes. 90 points less. Yeah, yo. I mean, that's an insane differential. And um, another thing, and then I drafted uh, my second pick, you know, because we snaked, was Najee Harris, who who also um, didn't... It's kind of funny, oddly enough, um, I probably should have come in last place be, um, because, just for the fact that my top four picks were Andrews you know, we said it before, Andrews, Najee, Russell Wilson, and Cortland Sutton, who all were, who all wound up doing far less than where they were drafted at. And I was still, and oddly enough, I was still in the playoff hunt until the last two weeks. Right. And yet, you know, still might have a tough time drafting any of those guys next year because how they, it's not, it's not that they burned you. It's how it's the same thing with me and Amari. No, I think, yeah, no. And I think well for me until the playoffs where he didn't even run routes and I just needed him to catch one damn ball at the end of the game. And he didn't even look like he cared about running. Yeah, no, I think the idea is I don't think you should. Um, I think with people in general, I think, um, if somebody burns me, okay, nobody that burned me this year, I'm drafting next year. It's not happening. I'm, uh, I'm not drafting Russell Wilson because I'm not a moron. I'm not gonna draft um, uh, Mark Andrews either, or Najee Harris because I just don't. Um, 
I need players I can, for lack of a better way to say it, with fantasy, you need players you can believe in. And I just don't have any belief in them. Now, right. the idea, now, for instance, if I'm picking, if Mark Andrews is available in the fourth round or something, which he probably won't be because of who he is, then I could potentially see trying to grab him. You know? I mean, but again, re- it's val- it's val- everything is value, right? I mean, that's yes. why you know, I stand by that. Nick Chubb pick is it was value. I mean, nothing no, the, said the, he was going to be so was, bad, you know. Yeah, no, the Nick Chubb pick was great. Um, Nick Chubb, you, I mean, you picking Nick Chubb is essentially like the rave. It's a, it's a, it's almost as if I got the first and the second pick overall. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it really, he, it really is. And Jonathan Taylor, he's 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 turning it up now. It's like. Yeah, no, he like like the thing that I've been lucky so far in the season to do is escape really serious injury. I absolutely have done my best to navigate and make sure that I'm insulated and that I'm okay if I do lose a position. And so I don't have to blow waiver priority or make a trade I don't want to or do something that's really risky when I can't afford to do it that stuff happens. I mean, Tyreek tweaked his ankle and then he just, he didn't go back into the game and then he came back in and I was like, okay, but you know, that's the one thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you can't, you can't go, wow. I hope I get this, you know, this, I hope that's all I ever want is give me a team that's not injured. And, and I've been, you know, no, absolutely. Well, I think also I want, um, I, I I still want guys that you you can depend on. You know, um, I mean, the idea is not. I don't think not. I think um, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Najee scored more than twenty points more than twice this year. And for your running and to be. He, I mean, to be drafted in the top 10 of running backs and to be the bell cow there, it's very, you know, it's like, what? You yeah. know what I mean? Najee's finishing so far 16th, but he's had double digits six times, seven times. You know, but six. But, but six and so the funny thing, funny thing about it is, right, if he's finishing six for running backs and... If in our league, he was probably picked. I if I picked him thirteenth, and um, quite a few receivers had gotten taken and running backs, he was probably a third or fourth running back off the board, which makes a difference. It just makes one. Yeah, it just mean, makes a difference. The thing with Najee and I don't, I don't really, I I don't use this as a super important metric, but like ESPN, we have the boom and busted. Um, thing which only means that you're if you're if you're considered boom it's higher than whatever projection yeah. that they had for you right mm-hmm. uh, or boom is like over 15 points or whatever Najee only boomed one out of 13 times and he busted two out of 13 yeah now that's a big which means that's a below he's he's average at best or he has been you know and it, it's like I don't know for you, you, you know, all of us, when we get, we got to look at our strategies for next year. Some people are going to be very, very, you know, they're going to change it up. They're not going to like how they finished. They're not going to like what they, what they saw during the regular season. You know, I don't, I don't think yeah. is going to stop listening to his 14 podcasts and then making a, a you know, <laughs> I don't think Steve yeah. is going to change anything. I actually think Scott is probably not not going to draft four wide receivers in a row. He's going to draft five. Yes, I think that too. So I would have guys that with success. It's like me. Yeah. Would I change anything? Yeah, I would. And there, there's certain things that I would change looking back. Well, at it, well, well, some, well. Also, I think you you spoke to me for, and you've been right about. It's literally a lot of stuff has to do with where you pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I'm picking. Number one overall, I don't. How should I put this? If I'm picking number one overall, I'm literally thinking of 
who is most likely to give me all their points and not be injured? Knock on wood. Right. I mean, look. Like, yeah. Like, I'm, but I went with Jonathan Taylor. Like, yeah. What yeah. And um, and so the thing about it is, um, I think uh, the one thing I the one thing um, I wanted to that I would have liked to have been able to do is draft Kelsey and and um, Mahomes back to back. You know, um, but just I just I just couldn't. Also, considering um, my strategy this year, I drafted quite a few wide uh, rookie wide receivers, and one of them should have panned out and didn't. And I don't. The Drake London situation to me is still an anomaly. It's just like you—he's always on the field. The team is losing. And they're just not throwing him the ball, even though he was the eighth pick. It's like the weirdest. It's like Justin Jefferson got drafted 22 or something, and they threw to him all the time. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, going with that many, like you said, it's like rookie wide receivers or rookie for any position, but mostly wide receivers is you never know who is going to pan out. The problem that you run into when you draft that many you almost don't have time to see unless these guys out of the gate are pulling gaudy. Well, well, so the funniest thing is looking back, um, I gave, um, Watson got hurt and I gave up on him. And as funny as it is, if I had kept him, there were at least two games this year, he would have won me and I'd be in the playoffs. This is a weird thing, but when you're losing games, and you're trying to figure out how to win, you're not going to, you can't keep, you right. can't keep people, you know, another person that I didn't keep who oddly enough um, was on the team that beat me and eliminated me this week is Brandon Ayuk. Because when the game, when the season started out, Jimmy wasn't getting him the ball at all. Right. And then um, later they started, throwing at him more and stuff but you know so i think so looking back oddly enough um i think i think my late my late picks were fine even the rookies all of them were fine because if the first if my early picks were doing what they were supposed to do i wouldn't have bothered cutting my rookies i'd have kept them you know what i mean in that sense it's the weird it's just a weird dynamic and the way it works um and so now um the, the Falcons are benching Mariota for Desmond Ritter. So let's go to right. the speech picks. Okay. Um, because I am truly wondering if this week the Falcons are going to freaking actually start to throw the ball just because. You know what I mean? Like, are they, are they going to finally just be like, you know what? We've been screwing up. Let's just throw the ball this time. Why not? You know, I mean, I don't. And they play the Saints. They play the Saints, so they play your Jawan Johnson. Yeah, my, boy, my, my, new, my new boy. I love it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't. That's, that's one of those teams that when you look at them, that's, those divisional games are so crazy. Um. I think the Saints is still trying. I think, well, the Falcons and Saints is a divisional matchup, and both teams are still in the playoff hunt. But I think the Saints all around are just a better team. Yeah, I have no, um, I have no qualms picking the Saints. I think that they're a stronger team. Uh, again, I'm with you. Let's bring Jamison. Even you know Dalton first half yeah. there. Bring him in if you want. If you want, if I have never had a problem with with teams that they want to start a guy for a quarter to completely screw up, like not say anything to the media, but start Andy Dalton for the first quarter because they had film on him all season, and then second quarter, not even wait until half second quarter, they 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 go with Jameis. I think you know the thing that bothers me about them not letting Jameis come back in when he was healthy. Was that is that his? Um, I thought he put better work on tape 
the last time he was on the field. So for them, so I think the idea is if you're going to go with, if you're going to have Andy Dalton starting, he's got to look better. Otherwise, why isn't, otherwise, why not play Jameis? Because Jameis is overall look better than he did when he was playing. I agree. I mean, I'm picking the Saints all day. Yeah. Now, um, now let's. Uh, I skipped over the some of the early games. The Thursday game that Niners Seahawks. Oh, yo! I really, I think Geno's been playing incredible. I love what he's been doing, but yeah, I think, I it's, mean, I think it's over. They lost. They lost to Carolina in a heartbreaker at home last week. Mm-hmm. Did they lose another one back to back games. Is this the beginning of a spiral against the 49ers? I don't. I don't I, think. I can't pick. I can't pick anyone but the 49ers here. I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't, I, yeah, I think, I mean, the Niners right now, they are starting to look like they're gelling. Yeah. They're far more dangerous than the Vikings. And we'll get, we'll, we'll get to them. But I mean, you look yeah. at them, it's like, that's, that's, that's a team because that's the next game. You know, we get the one o'clock yep. game Saturday, Colts, Vikings again. The Colts, man, I'd love to pick them against the Vikings. I just, I think that they have a a, sh- a shot. No, but, they have a shot, yeah, because Vikings don't Vikings can't play defense. It, exactly. So, like, it really depends where they're at at the end of probably the third quarter. Yep. I know the secondary for the Colts is banged up right now, so I don't, I can't, I can't really pick them. I'll pick, I'll pick the Vikings, but it's gonna. Be I pick the Vikings in a close one. Yeah, it'll be close. Yeah, um, Ravens Browns. Um, Browns, I'm going Browns. I know it's weird, man, but like Huntley's not probably gonna play. I mean, he might, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not playing with Lamar, yeah. So, Um, and they've been shaky, you know, yeah. They're gonna win some, they are going to, they're going to win some games this season and go into the offseason fully excited. I'm telling you what, man, I'm very excited. For three, for well, for two, for three Saturday games. No, yeah, it's going to be awesome this weekend. The, the nightcap is, is the the Bills hosting the Dolphins with at least seven to ten inches of snow. I'm reading. Um, Yowzers. I don't. I don't. I, again, we talked about it, you know, offline earlier. I don't. I think the Bills are going to help us out. They're going to. They're going to stomp on the Dolphins. Uh, it's too cold. I don't, I it well. looks. I think it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be cold and look it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and it's 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 crazy because like I need Tyreek to have a game. He had a full he was full participant in practice today. Yeah, you know. So yep, builds builds by a lot. Well, it, or it could just be high scoring. We'll see. In general, but Bills, yes, uh, forty to twenty. We'll see. Um, Eagles Bears, of course. Um, it's you got to pick the Eagles in this spot. Um, the Bears have shown promise, but they don't have enough firepower. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not afraid of the Bears. I think. I think Eagles win by a lot. Yeah. Now, um, Lions Jets. That could be a game of the week candidate. Look, I'm Detroit Rock City man. I'm all about. I mean, they look so. They're, they're just such a fun team to watch. And um, what's crazy to think about is that um, our boys, Mike, uh, Zach Wilson's now the backup. I don't, what I think, what I think, uh, it looks like what the Jets might be doing is you put, if Mike White can't go because he got killed last week, then. You go ahead and try to slowly slide Zach Wilson into the lineup. The Zach Wilson thing, Zach Wilson just, the problem is they're just not ready to let go and they should let go. No, I Mike. mean, like, listen, Mike White was bent. I mean, even if you say he's bent in half, like the letter C, it's not, it, that's not even that clean. I mean, he was bent like the, the Chicago Bears C where it's, you know, even more narrow. His 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 face mask almost touched the tops of his face. <laughs> it was, he was, oh, you know, was that Milano, you know, just was, absolutely yeah. untouched. And they were like, let me end your day. Um, but I think Detroit 
Campbell Campbell have them ready to go. You know? Yeah, I think yeah, I think the Steelers have it. Um, I mean, I think sorry, I think the Lions have it. I, I had the Steelers on the mind because the Steelers the next game. And the Steelers play the Panthers, and um, I saw this stat. Um, I think the Panthers are going to win this game somehow. Um, but I saw this stat, and if the Panthers went out, they win the NFC South. Yeah, that's crazy. That is very crazy. I don't. I don't. I don't disagree. I'm going. I'm going Carolina. Not just because I usually don't ride the team that isn't that good that upsets a team. Yeah. Week prior, like they beat Seattle, but they're at home. It's the Steelers. Yeah. It's like they're they're finding out at least who they are a little, and mm-hmm. I'm okay, yeah, I'm okay picking the Panthers for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Now we got the Chiefs Texans. Um, sorry, back. Texans. You'll be drafting number one. Period. They're they're already ready for it. They're just they're going to try to not get as embarrassed, but they will. They'll lose by forty. Yeah. Now, um, Cowboys Jags. Um, low key, I'm going Jaguars. I'm going Jaguars too. I'm I going know. Jaguars too. You the know. Cowboys. Cowboy. Um, I saw a lot of. I think a lot of people are saying with the Cowboys winning last week yep. against the Texans in a game they shouldn't have won, that was one of those situations where this is um this shows that this team has meddled, this team has moxie. And oddly enough, I saw it completely different. I think that shows this team isn't ready for prime time. They're exposed. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Jags. I think Trevor Lawrence just has it. That team believes him. You know, he got in the face of one of the guys, one of the defenders last week, and then they, he came after him. And then Trevor Lawrence not only didn't back down, but he was straight at the guy. Yep. The Jaguars are playing for Peterson and themselves. And yep. they're not doing, you know, they're, they're going to steal that division. They're making playoffs next year. Yep. Um, Cardinals, Broncos. I know I can't pick against the Broncos, but oddly enough, I think Broncos playing the Cardinals without Colt McCoy is a good matchup. But look, but if um, if Russell Wilson isn't playing, yeah, we'll probably lose again. I'm even though he couldn't score to begin with. I, you know, I again, I'll go with. Oh, this is going to be a weird game to watch. I'm going to go with Arizona. I, I want to say I want to say Denver for some reason. This is going to be the battle of the concussed quarterbacks and and who who replaced them. Um, who's Denver's backup quarterback? Rippin, Brett Rippin. I'd rather it be Kyle Orton, or or Rex, yeah, well, well, looking back, Rex yes. Grossman. I'd rather <laughs> Rex Grossman. You no, know, um, but I'm 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 going with I'm going with the Cardinals. Okay, um, uh, Pats Raiders. Um, I think we're both going Pats, um, but. They just gotta start. They gotta start trying more. Um, I haven't seen a lot of Pats teams do the play, um, play not to lose, but it seems like they've been doing that a bit too much this year. Well, that, yeah, I mean that's the old saying for prevent defense. When you prevent, when you play prevent defense, you're preventing yourself from winning. Because yeah. you inevitably give up a play, it's going to break you. Um, I think Pat's activated Christian Barmore, one of the best defensive tackles in the league already. I think if he plays, it's a, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, um, Uche has shown he's AFC Player of the Week, Defensive Player of the Week. He's shown that he is a perfect complementary defensive end, outside linebacker to play with Judon. Um, you know, uh, I we were playing with six, sometimes seven defensive backs this week. I think that if Jack Jones plays and Barmore plays, I think the Raiders are done for. Yeah. If if only one of them plays, I I still see the Pats squeaking out closely. I think yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. McDaniel's going to try to out Belichick, Belichick, and it's like, dude, it's not going to work. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hundred percent. All right. So now, now let's get to. Uh... Titans Let's Char- see. Titans Chargers. Okay, so um, I'm Chargers all day. Herbert, uh, hashtag Herbert homies. Um, <laughs> I, 
I think the okay. So I like the Titans, but the but this is one. I think this is going to be one of those games that Rabel realizes like, yo, you you can win a lot of games, but you're not going to win against quarter, the quarterbacks the it quarterbacks a lot. This is one of those. I think this is one of those games. So you're, you're playing an it quarterback and you lose. So they're the leader of their division. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that the Tennessee Titans will now lose their fourth game in a row? Yes, because it's not about – I mean, it sucks, right? It's not about um, – the thing, the, thing the thing that hurts them is they're literally playing the Chargers who just beat a team who's better than them and, who's, and who has a ton more to play for and who's getting healthy at the right time. I think last week was the, I think last week may have been the first game that this season that Mike Williams and Keenan Allen both played in and finished it healthy or something. I'm telling you, Herbert and Mike Williams, Herbert's, Herbert may not be the flashiest between Allen and Mahomes. He always is forgotten, even somehow behind Burrow. He makes these ridiculous throws that only he can make. He's incredible, incredible dude. So he I, I, um, he's one of those kids I won't really bet against Rabel. I think they're going to keep it close. Yeah. Even though it's in the Chargers, but I can't pick against Herbert, especially with Mike Williams back. Yeah. And they're playing at home too. I think, I think it's going to be, I think the problem is um, the Titans don't seem to have a game script for if Derrick Henry doesn't dominate. Right. right. So, all you got to do is figure out how to not let this dude run rough shot. Yeah. You know? Um, so we'll see. Um, Bengals, Bucks. Ooh. Sorry. It's, um, I mean, yo, it's, it's, it's just not Brady's year. It's, it's not that his, his, his O-line isn't healthy and he's playing against the worst teams. He's playing against the worst teams to try to, to try to win. That's I'll just it. You, I'll tell you what. I'm going Bucks, and not just because I don't bet against Tom Brady. Who is Joe Burrow missing in this game? Potentially. Okay, I know Hayden Hurst is. Hayden Hurst might be out. Yep. But um, if Jamar, oh, and maybe Mixon, Higgins and Boyd. Oh, Higgins and Boyd. Higgins and Boyd. Okay, so so his two primary receivers behind Chase, who just yeah. came back, Chase, yeah, in his tight end. I don't know. I'm not saying he he can't. I'm just saying that that's not ideal for him if he's going to go against the goat to beat him, especially since Brady just got thoroughly embarrassed last week. Um, you know, Boyd and Higgins did get some some limited work, but who knows? You never know. Sometimes they even just do that just to get. That obvious. yes, of course. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to pick against Brady because I'm smart. Um, I just, <laughs> I think, I, I think that they got beaten so badly that I think Brady's going to have them out gunning right away. The next game is the one that pisses me off. Is they just command? Yo, yo I literally thought about game. that. Yo, you gotta okay. You have to flex out that patch Raiders game because the Raiders are freaking no terrible. Doesn't the Raiders matter. Are terrible. It's, look, as bad as games are, they're not one and one and eleven, and the other ones. No, two that's and, true. That's true. Yeah, right. But basically, yeah. one game is for the AFC. One. I mean, one. I mean, if if that Raiders patch game was a division game, maybe you probably keep it. You probably keep it. But look, you mark my words. This is going to be probably one of the most boring Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. And I no love way. this is gonna no be, 17, be, 14, be I'll be asleep by the half. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised picking, if it's a bit exciting. I'm not, go, I'm not going away from Heineke. I love him. I love you know, I really do enjoy Heineke too, but I think I think the Giants have lost. They lost a lot recently, and I think they're gonna get back on track. I think this is I think this could be their get back on track game. Nah, Heineke, man. And Heineke, I trust. I love him. I love his swagger. I love, I just, he's so funny. He's really good, really good. Anti Aaron Rodgers. And that, yeah. makes, 
that makes me even more angry because how can they dare flex the Pats out of that game and they don't flex the Rams and Packers? They can't because it's Monday night, right? I know. Yes. That Rams Packers Monday night. Oh my gosh. May, may be the worst game of the year on Monday night football. Well, so the thing about it is, right? If, if the Rams are going to play well with Baker Mayfield, it's going to give it's then it's interesting. <laughs> bro, bro, you got a team that's four and nine at a team that's five and eight. When the league said, you know what? No one wants to see Pats and Raiders. Pats are only seven and six. Raiders are five and eight. Well, so that's the, well, that's one of the problems. I don't think they can flex Monday nighters at all. They, 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 they can't, but, but, but but they've done two Sunday night games. They've done even two Monday night games. They could flex it to a later time on Monday. I don't think they can move it. Yeah, off. the problem. Yeah, I mean the problem with that Rams Packers game is everything. It should have been. Um, how should I put this? It was supposed to be awesome, right? It was supposed to be. It's just it didn't work out that way at all. I mean, can you imagine if this was Rams Packers? Everyone healthy. It, yeah, yeah, what it was supposed to be, it'd be great, but sure. sure. I mean, you're 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 kind of thinking of like a Kansas City Rams showdown. Yes, oh Kansas City showdown in Mexico City. Yeah, great young, great young coaches against you know a yeah. savvy veteran, and then you know with with the if Stafford was still there, two savvy veterans, they both played in the same division for a million yep. years together, and it shouldn't even be Baker Mayfield. Now the narrative is completely different, but yep, Green Bay is just. Aaron Rodgers looks yeah. look, you think yeah, you think Brady looks pissed. Brady just wants people to fight. I mean, I saw that clip of him just saying, let's fight. We're they're losing. They were getting their asses whooped. And all he wanted to do is just see a sign of life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers I mean, doesn't do that. He just goes into just no. like, you know what? Screw it mentality. I can't stand that. Well, I mean, well, one of the, I mean, the problem is when he, I mean, he gets hit hard a couple of times. It's a wrap. He checked out. He's out. It's like, all right. Uh, we'll get him next week. At least, I mean, if you if you can get Brady, Brady might get like that. Like, if there's like two minutes left to go in the game, but Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> it really looks like mid third quarter. He he's done. I'm out. He's like, what are we still doing? But you know who would love to play? Jordan Love. That's why they. Oh goodness, that'd be that'd be fun. It'd be fun. It'd be really fun to watch Jordan Love uh, battle it out with. Baker Mayfield, and at at this point, I've seen so many damn promos for that that they show Aaron Rodgers in his greasy ass hair that I don't think that they're they would ever dare. (laughs) I think I think they might in the game they might be like, oh, he hurt his labrum or something. You can't see, you know, on some hit that is funny, whatever you know, or his rotator cuff. His Johnson rod, exactly. (laughs) exactly. Start making a body part. You know, be like, oh, he's out for the game. So it doesn't look like it was a performance benching or that they wanted to get mm-hmm. love. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, just yeah, he's uh he's battling something, he's sprained something. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so no, I mean, but overall, I mean, I think um quite a few um decent matchups this week. I think um play I think uh fantasy playoffs are gonna be insane for us. Um and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's um like I said, I don't I'm one of those people I've heard people say it to me before in life like don't you ever enjoy life I enjoy life all the time but one of the things is like I have tempered enthusiasm right yes I'm ecstatic that I made playoffs yes I'm ecstatic that I, I won my dues back yes I'm ecstatic that I'm the number one seed that I drafted well that I've been able to escape injury somehow but yet I don't get too high. I don't get too low because I know. Anything, no, never. I always say never take, in this I don't take my highs too high. My lows too low. And, yep. and you're right. Anything can happen. Um, yep. Yeah. Anything can happen. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, if some dude goes off by 50 points. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> I won the championship when Kamara had what? Six touchdowns and he could have had seven or whatever. It yeah. Was. It was an incredible game. Incredible. It was insane. And I, I, I don't even remember my quarterback. It, it wasn't Andy Dalton because he's horrendous. I almost picked him up, but I can't remember who I had. I think I got 12 or 13 points for my quarterback in the championship game, and I won. Like I didn't <laughs> so insane. I didn't won. I beat I beat Dick so bad. It was it was a bloodbath. 
<laughs> so crazy. It was crazy. And funny enough, you almost made you almost you almost dropped Dave out of playoffs. If you just had like one like another sack or two for the from the past defense, you scored I know, a one. I know it just it it just happens, man. Up. It happens. Um I'm I'm literally I'm already ready for next year. <laughs> yeah. But on that note, I think week 15 is in the books. <laughs> All right, I guess I will say I haven't said it in a while. Uh go Broncos. Go Pats. I'm Isaiah. <laughs> See you. We'll get that. we'll get Mark back next week. Yeah, awesome. That's a wrap. All right. <laughs> We're out. Peace.